You're listening to the Kelly to the Core podcast. Let's peel the apple and get to the good stuff with your host, Kelly Willenberg. Good afternoon. Thank you for joining our Kelly to the Core podcast today. We have Candy Barlow with us, who is going to talk about her nursing research that she's doing in uh, her effort to get her PhD. So, Candy, thank you for joining us today. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Kelly, thank you for having me today. Um, hi, everybody. My name is Candy, as Kelly said, and I am a clinical research nurse by background and training. I have my master's degree as a specialty practice in clinical research trials, and I have a very much vested interest in our research endeavors and how we look at human subject protections and take care of our human subjects in clinical research. Well, I tell you, right now, that's an, that's an important um, dynamic out there because I think with nurses and the nursing practice and the burnout factor, I think there's a lot of nurses that their interest in doing extra and sometimes research is considered extra is, is, um, is waning. And I think people are really struggling. So why don't we talk about your, your, your research study is about registered nurses, interest, experience, confidence, and attitude toward research conduct. Tell me how you came up with that as your hypothesis and where you headed and what you hope to gain from doing this research. Perfect. So the way that I came up with this, it was kind of a roundabout way because at first I wanted to look at um, the difference between a licensed individual and a non-licensed individual who provides that direct clinical care with drugs and devices to human subjects. And as I dug deeper into the literature, it started to become really apparent to me that, you know, possibly the reason that we don't have as many nurses in this this field is that there's a lack of knowledge and love or passion, if you will, of research. Because most nurses, you know, if you ask them, hey, you know, what do you think about research? They, um, you know, they're like, it's great, it's valuable, but I don't really want anything to do with it. And so that made me start thinking, okay, well, maybe maybe that's the root. And so I started looking at other studies that have been done on nurses and what their interest was, if you will, on research. And what came out was we have a lot of evidence-based practice, the, the you know matter, if you will, that's created post-research completion, but not a lot of studies on the research itself. And so I looked a little deeper and I've spent the last uh, five years in my PhD program working on this very topic. Uh, So I have really bathed in that literature, if you will. And there are actually no studies to date on practicing nurses that are registered nurses and what their take is on this thing called research conduct and an understanding of what is research conduct. And so I was able to find a validated tool that some uh, a different you know arm of healthcare, if you will, uh, a group of PharmDs and some physicians, DOs and MDs, had done a research study internally with their peers and used this study, the the questionnaire that I've been able to use. So the creator of this questionnaire gave me permission, uh, Dr. Stewart, and so I am actually using that survey. Uh, to survey the nurses, to look at what potentially, you know, what is your interest? What is your experience? 
What is your confidence level? What's that look like? And then, you know, do you in general have support to do research? Because like you were saying, you know, we don't have a lot of extra bandwidth now. And with a lot of the nursing shortage, I think this is even more important. And then the other piece of this puzzle that's really near and dear to my heart is that we have seen such a decline in the PhD graduation rate um, as compared to other you know, levels of our discipline. And if you look at uh, 2019, we had a ratio of 801 graduates at the PhD level as compared to 7,944 uh, wow. DMP graduates. So it's not that nurses aren't interested in a doctorate program, because they are obviously by the numbers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's that research piece. So trying to understand why. Oh, I, I totally agree with you. I, I think it's interesting, you know, when you and I've talked about your research um, for a number of years, because we've been friends a long time, but I think looking at it the way you are with whether the whether the education level is impacting where the nurse sits, and I think some people's perception of research in general is is negative. I think if, if you're at an academic medical center, you've got much more um, uh, detail to the orientation of what research mm-hmm. or clinical trials or clinical research is. And you may, you may know about bench research or animal research as well. But I think, you know, looking at the, the correlation between the uh, relationship of a degree and a program to their interest level and their attitude is really important because we do see uh, a cor- of course, a lack of advanced practice nurses across the board. We're struggling with education and having enough faculty. And, and you know, you layer on top of that uh, uh, the decline in nurses across the country. And it's astounding where we are. And research is going to suffer because of that. Don't you agree? I do agree. I do agree. And that, that really is where... I want to understand what it is about the registered nurse that makes them either, you know, say, I love this or I'm okay, or I absolutely loathe um, and, you know, run the other direction. And what's interesting is there are some different studies about what do nurses, uh, do nurses think that there's value in doing research? And those are some, there's some short surveys or if you will, out there that are paired with the EVP surveys and those all unanimously, you know, the, the RN undoubtedly says, yes, research is important. Research is what changes our practice. Research is what improves patient care and patient safety, but we don't have a lot of us doing research or in that research field, if you will. Well, and it's, it's always interesting to me when we do uh, assessment visits or audits, and we're working with advanced practice nurses who we end up, you know, having them as a stakeholder in, you know, in a, let's just say a d- device study, and they somehow touch a patient throughout the cycle of the device um, study itself, calendar. And mm-hmm. that sometimes their answer is, well, I, I don't know much about research, or I'm not really involved in research, but they're, but they're, they need to have a, a, a more better understanding of what the research might be going on at their institution and 
they need to be educated on mm -hmm. what is research and what does it mean to look at something from a statistical you know analysis and and understand the, the research practice so to speak that a lot of nurses today really don't understand because they right. they're and i think part of it is they just don't have time to understand they don't have time mm -hmm. to take that on what do you think i agree but i also think it's a little bit deeper i think it goes back to our our curriculum so uh, a big portion of my study so i have three three studies within a study if you will and my main overarching study is looking at the various degree levels um, from the AACN and where they start is at the baccalaureate level and then on up to the PhD. And so at each one of these curriculum levels, there are course requirements for each that are written out. Now, each university nursing program has, you know, some autonomy to move within that structure, but there are set structures of expectations for which we will learn at those various phases. And that research piece starts at the baccalaureate level and progresses up to that PhD level. Well, what we see is while there are pieces of research embedded in there, on the output, the completed, you know, practicing registered nurse, like we've been saying, isn't necessarily completely bathed, if you will. What is research conduct? Who is the IRB? What is the scope of human subject protections? All of these different pieces for which do hit their doorstep because now we see, you know, studies are moving from academic centers into healthcare systems or into private practice settings. And so you'll find RNs in all of those locations. And so, you know, we used to have that huge, rich methodology in the university setting for academics. And now we're starting to see some of this move over to our other clinical practice areas but that uh, methodology, if you will, and some of those missions that come from the universities aren't necessarily translating over on the uh, healthcare sides, if you will. So part of my study is also going to look at and compare contrast if you are in an academic setting versus a standard clinical setting, if you will, outside of maybe an academic medical center or university, if you're in any of those other care modalities, is there a difference in your your knowledge, your foundational knowledge um, that maybe you've learned on the job. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think that's where a lot of nurses, they they morph almost into a nursing role that has something to do with research. Mm -hmm. um, when I was hiring you know, nurses, research nurses at an academic medical center, a lot of times people who, came, who ended up interviewing would come in because they wanted to see what research was all about. And, and in some instances, they thought that research might be easier than floor nursing. And I think that's a lack of understanding the protection of the subject, the rules, the compliance issues. And I think your, your research is going to show some correlation. It's probably gonna show some constraints um, and the perceptions people have as they, as they work through their programs. I think it's interesting that you thought that this was an area that, that was a value. So what are some of the potential benefits that you think your study might help solve? Is there anything that you want to add that you haven't already said? So I'm very excited. I'm working on, so part of my study and my theoretical conceptual foundation, um, I was able to create a concept theory, if you will. And it's the theory and research knowledge practice related to nursing knowledge and educational level. And I'm hoping that 
my theory is, is that my, my study data will help to validate this model. And then to take this model and to do, it'll, it'll require a, another research study, but I'm happy to do that, to then take and really dive into the student course curriculum and then sync the two different studies up to then propose different changes within our course curriculum. Because I really think that this is an area of clinical practice. It's, it's not just data. It's clinical practice, one-on-one -on -one direct patient care that you're providing as that clinical research nurse. And, you know, now that we have our scope and standards that are validated by the American Nurses Association, we now have board certification for clinical research nursing. And, you know, this is just another layer that I think we really need in our academic program. So my end goal is to hopefully change some of our course curriculum within the Education Foundation. Uh, I think that's, I think it's that, it's that taking the layers of what people go through in order to complete their nursing degree, whatever that degree is. How do you move that, that thermometer, so to speak, to where it's a little bit more feverish that people understand what research domains are, are and what they need to do to complete the nursing practice pieces of it. Because I think that's where we, we end up with a lack of um, continuity of care in some of these instances. Yes, I couldn't agree more. Could not agree more. And I think that's where if we could, could really highlight where each of those levels have such a powerful impact in this role and what value they bring, not only to patient safety and looking after and outcomes, but the validity and the quality of the data that's gonna come out of some of those studies based on our education and our practice. Mm -hmm. it's, it's exciting research. Now, what we wanna do is we wanna make sure that all nurses who listen to the podcast um, are in inclined and motivated to complete your survey um, we will post that survey, but if, if, if someone would like to email you or ask you further questions about your research, where would they send an email to or how would they get in touch with you? Um, we will put the um, link for the survey um, with the podcast and we hope that people do um, you know, take that chance to help you advance your nursing degree and help us you contribute to the nursing science itself. But how would people get in touch with you? Um, they could email me at my email, and it is candybarlow at gmail.com, and it's C-A-N-D-I, so candy with an I, barlow at gmail.com. Excellent. Well, I wish you all the best in um, help, in, in I, and I hope that you come back when you finish up your survey and you report back to the nurses who are listening and um, let us know um, wh where you end up, and uh, we look forward to seeing your finished product and when you publish this research, because I think it'll be very important to the nursing uh, profession as a whole. I, I agree. And I would be so honored to come back and share the results because I think it's going to be exciting to see what the outcome is. So I'm looking forward to that. I thank you so much, Kelly, for letting me come on and talk about my research and just kind of spread the word. Well, you're welcome. And thank you so much for joining us today. You've been listening to Kelly to the Core. I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Kelly to the Core podcast. Subscribe to the show with your favorite podcast player directly or through our website, 
kellytothecore.com.